Welcome to Not a Couple, the Will and Grace podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And uh, we're happy to be back. We're back! Yay! We took a week off to go to New York. We did. Uh, we did lots of fun stuff in New York. Yep. We were very tired, so we yes. did not want to record a podcast quite while we were on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were following us on social media, we did post some cool stuff. Yeah, we took a lot of pictures. Um, we saw Grace Adler Designs. Yeah, we stopped by the Puck Building. We took a picture outside. We tried to visit Grace at work, but it was really weird. She wasn't there. I know, it's so unlike so her. odd, like, that she wasn't at work. <laughs> um, so yeah, also, some fun exciting stuff that we've noticed happening on our Mixcloud page, which, by the Ooh. way, if you didn't know we had one of those, it's where we actually host our web- our website, God, sorry, where we host our podcast now, um, and it's just mixcloud.com slash couple. And um, we've got some comments that we Yay. noticed, and we're really excited about it. So um, we're super pumped. We've got a lot of comments happening. If you're not commenting, join the comments. Yeah, there's been some fun discussions that we've noticed on our comments, uh, especially one about how no one who's done Will and Grace has done anything super successful afterwards, Aww. which is kind of true, but sad. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Lucy, who's commented a few times on our um, on our episodes. Uh, she said that sh- this podcast timing couldn't be any better because she just binge-watched all eight seasons. So we're glad that you found us because we're watch glad. Watch them again with us. Yeah, watch them with us. We're going to do it. It's going to take forever. I think someone did the math and it's going to take us a couple of years. But yeah, that's fine. That's okay. We're um, in the middle long haul. Yeah, and so she did um, post one comment that I did want to respond to just because um, maybe it would entice her to listen to more episodes. Ooh. Um, But so she mentioned that I mentioned in one of our first podcasts um, that they don't ever talk about bisexuality. Um, And she says that um, they do mention it in the show. Even pansexuality is mentioned in season seven, and Karen has alluded to be bisexual numerous times. So I wanted to respond to that. Just because, you're right, it has been mentioned. However... It wasn't really mentioned with the same sort of, like, like weight that's given to anyone else's sexuality, like, um, specifically in the example of Karen. So Karen is implied to be bi a bunch. But we've got Will and Jack, who are both gay, and they're considered gay, and there's nothing um, jokey about them being mm-hmm. gay. And same with Grace. Grace is straight. There's no jokes about her being straight. And so the fact that Karen's bisexuality is, A, never explicitly stated And B is always kind of a joke and Mm -hmm. uses, like, a laugh rather than, like, a reality that she lives with. Um, I'm going to count that as a doesn't really count, because... But we will will comment on it when it shows up. Yes, so we will talk about it whenever we do see it, but it's just, I don't know, I don't really think that counts. And sort of like a cop-out, in my opinion. Frankly, um, Karen seems sort of Karen-sexual in that she's really only in love with herself. Yeah, she's sort of like, if anyone watched Sex in the City, there's um, Samantha. She's a trisexual. She'll try anything once. <laughs> um, so that's sort of how I feel about Karen. It's just she's not, like, explicitly defined. She doesn't come out as bi. Um, and also in regards to that pansexuality comment, this is a spoiler for Matthew, so put your hands over your ears. La, la, uh, la, 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 Basically, in season seven, when that happens, Karen makes a joke about him fucking her pans. So clearly it's not taken with any sort of seriousness. Okay, you can take your hands off your ears now. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I wonder what she just said. It's a big surprise. Good thing <laughs> I'm editing this episode, so you'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, thanks so much, Lucy, for commenting on our McPlot page. We look forward to further comments from you and hope you keep listening. Yeah. And we if love you. If you want us to talk about you on the air, 
I guess this is air, technically. <laughs> yes, if you want to talk, want us to talk about you on, on, you the, have to comment, on so. the podcast, please comment. Um, oh, we also did get a tweet real quick. Um, I don't remember who it was from off the top of my head, but you're awesome, and we're glad that you tweeted at us, asking when we upload podcasts. So just in case you guys didn't know, we actually did put that in our Twitter bio now. It's every Thursday. It's every Thursday. the last Thursday. Except for the last Thursday, because we were in New York and tired. Right. Um, but we gave you a double-sized episode. We did. So you so better like, have appreciated it. Yeah, it was like... Almost d- double the size of a normal episode, so suck it. <laughs> we were nice. Yeah. We didn't have to be. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's talk about the episode. Yay, the episode. Uh, so we're on episode 16 now. Woo! I can't believe we're this far into the season. Oh my God, we're getting there. We've been doing this for like 15 weeks now, so that's, well, it's probably a little bit more than that, so probably like It has been a while. Months. There um, was like snow on the ground when we started this. This yeah. is crazy. I mean, we live in Wisconsin, so I mean, that could be yeah. July. But Remember how we used to try and keep it in a secret that we lived in Milwaukee? Guys, we live in Milwaukee. Surprise. <laughs> We're in Wisconsin. All right. This episode is called Yours, Mine, or Ours. And uh, here's the episode description. When a good-looking but sexually ambiguous new tenant moves in, both Will and Grace vie fiercely for the man's affections. <laughs> Oh my god, that's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> like literally, like I live in constant fear that we're gonna come across some guy who's like out outwardly bisexual, and mm-hmm. we're just both gonna like him and like try and murder each Listeners, other. Over we him. have come up with rules. For yeah, like, we have rules for this. I'm not allowed to date anyone bisexual unless Tessie gets to at least like approve or disapprove yes. first. Like she has, she has to be given the chance to say yes or no. Essentially, I have like first dibs, yes. and then if I if I say no, then right. he can have them. Right. But before that, I I need to acknowledge mm-hmm. and pass, mm-hmm. like verbally. Right. Well, and originally it was it was straight up date, and then we had to like renegotiate. Yes, because, because there was some okay Cupid. There stuff. was. We may have both possibly messaged the same guy on okay Cupid. Yeah. But it was fine. But thank God we didn't get to the, t- the point that they had in this episode, where okay. they're, like, actively, like, think that they're dating this human. Oh, my God. It's just so funny. So, I love this episode. Yeah. I just want to say that, first of all. It is one of those episodes that's stuck in my memory for my entire life. Um, possibly because I'm so terrified of it happening. <laughs> but also possibly because it's just so fucking funny. Like, it's just really good. Yeah, it's a really solid episode. I really liked it. It's probably one of the best ones they've done this season. Yeah, it's just like the timing is great mm-hmm. and all the jokes land and nothing's really gross, which I yeah, appreciated. That is really nice. Which, okay, to clarify what I mean by that, it's just, it's 1999 and I was really very proud of Will and Grace for giving this character who, um, they keep him sexually ambiguous throughout. Um, they just kind of don't let him play, play or fall into any stereotypes, mm-hmm. which I found refreshing. Right. I thought that was really nice that he doesn't, like, turn out at the end that, oh, yeah, he's got this quirk where he, like, you know, wears a jock strap or, right. like, is a steroid meathead well, or something. Well, they didn't make him bisexual. No. Which they, I thought was going to be the out. I thought it was yeah. going to be, like, obviously I'm bisexual. Right. But, again, that would require actually, like, physically outing someone as bisexual on this show. Good point. Um... <laughs> But just because just then they could have their cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. But, um... Which I would have been okay with. Yeah. That would have been an acceptable answer in my book. But I did like that, you know, since they left it up in the air, that they, they left it up in the air completely. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. It's really the only plot in the episode. Let's yes. really briefly talk about Karen. Yes, so Karen has a teensy, tiny B-plot. Like an F-plot. It's so tiny. But it is pretty funny. Yeah, because she has this driver, because she's rich, you know. Yeah, she's rich. And she walks into, in the middle of this nonsense with Will and Grace, she walks into Grace's office and it's like, oh yeah, my driver hit someone. Oh, but he's fine. He's, Again. He's hit people before. <laughs> he always gets over it. And Grace, like, has to, like, sit her down and be like, honey, 
you need to get rid of him. Like, he's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then there's some jokes about how, I can't just fire him because he's an incompetent. And Grace is like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, implies, like, I would fire you if I could. Which, frankly, I don't understand why she doesn't. I think at this point, she just likes having Karen in the office to make, like, pithy comments. Well, but think about it. It's not costing her anything because Karen, <laughs> like Karen's, Karen's not cashing, cashing any of her checks. Right. So, basically, she's going through the effort to write the check. Mm-hmm. For, like, her tax purposes. And then her employee's just choosing not to cast the checks. And I think if you write the check to the employee, it's technically not tax fraud if you keep the money. That's fair. That is fair. Also, like, I mean, Karen occasionally does work. So, like, any work she does is a bonus. Right. Like, sometimes she answers the phone. And not it must in be, this episode. Right. It must be very boring to send the Grace Adler designs all day by yourself and not yeah. be good at it. Yeah. I mean, she'd never have an excuse to hang out in the swatch room and cry if uh, Karen right. wasn't there. Karen, man the phones. I'm going to go in the swatch room and cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some great there's actually some good physical games because like, the guy is like it, he is like super legit old like and like blind he like stares into empty space after uh, Karen <laughs> walks out of his vision and she's like honey I'm over here <laughs> and she like swivels his chair to face oh. Yeah. oh man it's so it's funny but it's just... but it's so inconsequential to the podcast so. yes it doesn't have anything to do with anything yeah. but so I actually think the episode gets off to a great start just with the elevator bit oh the elevator bit is so good because okay so the episode starts off they do the cold open before they play the music in the credits so they do the elevator bit right they do this elevator bit where they like Grace does it first and mm-hmm. then she gets in the elevator and she meets the guy and she's like, oh, well, I'm going down, but I'll just go up with you for a little while. And then she's like, life's an adventure. La, right, la. right. And so she's chatting and flirting with this guy. And then literally when she's done flirting with him and he gets off the elevator, she, uh, Will does the same thing. Yeah, it's, so it's Will... It's like the same exact scene. So, like, essentially, like, probably, like, ten minutes later when he's doing another ride up the elevator with his more stuff because he's moving in. Right. Um... Will basically gets it, and they have, like, the same thing. He's like, oh, well, I'm going up, but, you know, life's an adventure. Right, right, right. (laughs) It's just, it's great because it's a good little bit of parallelism. Yes, it's beautiful, because that's essentially all this episode is. It's just a bunch of fucking parallelism. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's really good because both of them, like, instantly have what they believe is a connection with this guy. (laughs) And probably one of them does, except not really. Yeah, because he, I mean, like, At the end, he's like... I wouldn't date you at all. Right, he's like, friend. you're not my type, but he doesn't specify who, who is so his mean. type. Oh, it's so beautiful. I love it. But it's it's kind of, it's a cool episode to have because it's it's funny to watch Will and Grace pursue the same romantic goal. Yes. At the same time. And it was also really fun to watch them both spin out at once. Yes, because we were talking about this off mic, is most of the time when one of, when there's a spin out episode, which is probably at this point 75% of the episodes. Right. It's just one of them. And the other one is like, watching from afar or like trying to pull right. them back Essentially, in. Like, they yeah. are both out of control in this episode and there's nobody to help them. No. Karen's off doing her own thing. Jack is just encouraging them. With yes. His little, his, he has his gaydar bit later in the episode. Oh my gosh. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. The only thing that can stop them is when they spin out too far and then, um, what's his name? Peter is like, yeah, I'm not interested in either of you. Bye. Yeah. It's, it's just really great. So essentially it's just fantastic to watch them go through these ridiculous spin out motions at the same time. Um, so I want to talk about, like, so apparently both of them get a call from Peter setting up a, what they believe is a date. Which is also kind of weird. Like, that's his bad. Yeah, that's his bad. Like, not just explicitly saying, It's oh. rude to invite someone to dinner and not say, oh, I'm also inviting other people. Right, exactly. So when like, he has no idea that they know each other. Right, but, like, I think the implication is just that he's, you know, some dumb Midwesterner or something mm-hmm. who just moved to New York and doesn't know how to be a social human. Right. So like, actually, he kind of struck me as coming from like further up north, actually. Maybe because he just he did like, seem a little bit out of social graces, like not. So that, he's from Toronto. 
I was thinking like New Hampshire. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to hate on Toronto. I love Toronto. Canadians are great. I just wanted to make a Canadian joke. He's just <laughs> very polite. Right. He he struck me as someone who's not used to the city. Yes. More than I think, unless he was like from like Kansas, the Midwest. He did seem a little baffled by everything. Right. He invites them both to dinner. He doesn't explicitly say, hey, I'm inviting some people over. Right. So both of them assume it's a date. Right. And we have this beautiful moment in which Will and Jack sing a show tune. That was great. And we also have this beautiful moment where uh, when Grace is on the phone at her office, because of course she is, because of course she gives out her office number, because of course she's not working. Right. And she answers and she's Peter, and she's talking to Peter, and Karen is watching and is like, and cue the laugh, and, <laughs> and there goes the hair toss. And I actually like that how much of their, I mean, this is kind of a commentary on people in general, but like how much of their first date slash setting up the date routine was performative. Mm-hmm. Especially Grace, but also Will, like, both of them are like, Putting on roles to try to attract this man oh, to them. Oh, yeah, it's which so Which is funny. so, it's so universal and so true. Yes, like, it's so true. Everyone has their first date ritual. Right. Everyone has their fake laugh, and then they do the hair toss, and then <laughs> they know what dress to wear on the first date. Oh, my God. So can we talk about them getting ready for this date? Yes, because that's us getting ready. Oh, my God, it super is. So if you wonder what it's like if we both are going to the same social engagement at the same time, yes. it's that episode. It's that episode. Like, we maybe need to just insert the audio or something, mm-hmm. like... If we move out of this apartment, we definitely need to have apartments that are close, where the bedrooms are a little closer together so we can shout back and forth to each other better. Yes, that's true, because right now we did pick an apartment where our bedrooms run opposite sides, mostly for sex noise reasons. Right, of course. Um, Which then we have But then we've, we've both been tragically single. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they have this great moment where they're like, should I wear that? No. Without even looking. Just yeah. like through the doors. It's just amazing. And so for us, all we get is like a blank, like... Hallway you literally just get a shot of the hallway and you hear them both just shouting at each other and mm. it's so great because it speaks so much to their chemistry plus it's really fucking funny. It speaks to their familiarity because they don't even have to be in the same room. They don't even have to finish their sentence. It's like, should I wear that? No. Right. We have to work on that. We're not yes. quite there yet. We're not quite there yet, but that's because we live in the real world. So we right. have other things in our minds. Do we? A little bit more. We do have jobs. Oh yeah. That's right. And we have to do the jobs. Yes. We do have to do the jobs. We <laughs> can't just set up dates at our jobs. Unfortunately, no. Well, we could maybe. You probably could. Circling back for just a quick second yep. about them getting ready, I also loved the bit where they're like, can you grab me the Merlot that Jack stole from the restaurant after they fired him for stealing the Chardonnay? It's just like the most beautiful Jack moment that Jack has had without being on screen in a while. Well, I missed until they got upstairs that they both grabbed that Merlot. Oh my God. So they go up to this, the whatever floor it is. Because yeah, he's like, can you grab me one too? And so they both, they're in their cute date outfits with a bottle of wine. Getting in the elevator, yeah. going to the same place. And then they both like push the buttons. And, and they, they just like, like look at each other. <laughs> but yeah, they get up to the front door and Peter's like, oh, uh, 85 Merlot, good choice. And then he's like, and an 85 Merlot, still a good choice. <laughs> like this poor guy is just like, what? And then the two of them are like stumbling to try and explain, oh yeah, we live together, but not like in a sex way. Because like they couldn't spit out the word roommate for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like they were just like. Well, I think that probably does to show how non- how beyond roommate Will and Grace are. Right. Is that they can't just say roommate. It would be right. it would be like when I introduced you as my roommate. It'd be like, that's not really explained. Like it's not really the truth. That's kind of a lie. That's kind of a lie. Yeah, but like we've we've struggled with that in the past where it's like, okay, so this is my roommate, friend, platonic soulmate, what How how to introduce you to this friend is, stranger. This is Matthew. Ta-da. This is my Tessie. This is my Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> we just own each other now. Right. You own me, I'm your toy. <laughs> yes. And I don't share. Oh. 
I ain't kidding. I love you. I will share. But only if they're nice. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, it's just, it's so weird to watch. Because oh. it was, it was a little bit, like, watching them interact, like, watching them interact with a mirror. But it was also a little bit like us interacting with a mirror. Like, we're yeah. talking, like, off mic. We're like, oh, yeah, like, all of our, like, moves are the same. Oh, yeah. We had an entire conversation the other night about our, our moves. And we're like, oh, fuck, we have all the same moves. Right. Like, like, literally the only difference we could find is, like, you don't like to be on top. Right. And, like, you're not even ruling it out. You're just like, it just hasn't worked out. Right. Yeah, it's just, like, based on experience, it hasn't been good for me. But that doesn't mean that it's a complete wash. So, any bisexuals out there who (laughs) want to have the same sex experience with two different genitalia, call us. Give us a a tweet. Yeah. We're here. We are ready. Maybe send us a DM, though. (laughs) Maybe send us a DM. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's just... I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just a really funny episode. Oh my god. Um, can we talk about the buttons on their shirt? Because uh, we have a discussion about the gay button all the time. Oh yeah, that was cute. So they have, when they're getting ready, they have this discussion about she's wearing like a button-down shirt and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, two buttons or three. And he's like, okay, go two because two is... No, no, he says three for her. No, he says two because she unbuttons to three in the middle of their big fight. And it's Ooh, like, I think that's continuity because I think he says three. Let's go to the tape. Okay, I'm pretty positive he said two. Okay, let's put it in a positive and go to the tape. So he wins the tape. Okay. And so it's not... We think it's just a continuity error. Yes, because he doesn't actually answer the question. So Matthew's convinced she went down to three. Right, because when you see her in the scene, she's showing a lot of chest. I just... I think that she just had a very open, chesty shirt, because then she she does unbutton a button while they're discussing. Right. And he's all like, I love the way you smell. And she's just like... Yeah, it's all me. We're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it's it's neither here nor there because the point is, is funny. Yes. Either way. And what'd you say about Will? Two or three? You don't want to look like you're... Oh, it's... um. Okay, it's like, what about me? Two buttons or three? Oh, definitely two. The di- it's the difference between I'll call you and I'll sell you an area rug. That's right. And I was, I was thinking that was wrong at first, but then I was really thinking about shirts, and I'm like, okay, undoing two buttons is the gay button. Yes. Undoing three is, she's right, it's, it's, it's the area red. It's, uh, here's my chest hair. Yeah, just, I mean, like, if you unbutton two, you can still see a little chest hair, but that's mm-hmm. why it's the gay button. Yes, it is the gay button. If you want to button three, it's like the 70s button. Mm-hmm. And that's, you don't really want that. And then it's an area rug. You're going to wear a, ju- a chain necklace. <laughs> you got to, like, perfectly quaff Yeah, you got to, like, chest hair. you got to, like, perm the hair. <laughs> so, yeah, is your chest hair curly? Oh, I think most people's chest hair is curly, isn't it? I don't know. I'm asking. I just don't really I guess know. not really curly. It's kind of straight. I'm just massaging my chest hair right yeah, now. Yeah, he literally I'm, just whipped I'm, his shirt off to I wish chest that hair. we had a video podcast now because then you could see me just massaging my chest, it's essentially. Beautiful. Um, sometimes when I'm about to get my period, I get one hair near my nipple and it's curly. <laughs> oh. oh my God, I'll pluck it out. Yeah, that's gross. It's really gross. Everyone's bodies are disgusting. Just bodies are the worst. Bodies are disgusting. Never have bodies, everybody. Oh my god, speaking of bodies, what was that thing we watched last night that was all about poop? That stand-up special where she just made so many poop jokes? Oh, um, it was Ali Wong. Oh, yes. Baby Cobra. Watch it, everybody. Watch that. It's so funny. She's pregnant. There's a lot of poop jokes. So many poop jokes. (laughs) Okay. Like, I wasn't prepared. (laughs) Anyways. um, So, okay. So, after we have this disastrous date in which Will and Grace discover that they have all of the same moves. Right. Because, of course, they do. um, Then we have the infamous gaydar scene. Right. In which they they go to Jack. Was this the first time that they used the term gaydar on TV? I don't know if it was necessarily on TV, but I think it's the first time they used it on Will and Grace. So yeah. I'll check on that. And like I think it as like a cultural concept, like that comes from the nineties anyway. Yes, like, it definitely Maybe it could have been Ellen. It might have. At the very least, like this would have probably been most people's first introduction to it. Mm-hmm. Because like I remember hearing the term like as a teenager or as a kid, you know, like I mm-hmm. 
it was a term, but like my concept of it was that it did not exist until this time period. Right. So this probably went a long way to establishing that as a thing that gay people have. Yes. And so um, basically Will says that Jack Gadar is like infamous and he can like, it's the best in the tri-state area and like he can pick out a gay man from a mile away or something. Right, right. And so then they're like, okay, so you decide for us, Jack, is he gay or is he straight? And so they're like, they base it entirely off of the magazines in his bathroom. They're like a good mix too. It's they're like, a good mix. It's like good housekeeping, I think. Or Martha Stewart Living. Yes. So it's Martha Stewart Living and Basketball Digest. Right. And then, ah, yes, you both make compelling points, but I believe the truth is to be found in the third magazine. <laughs> Will and Grace. I love his little, like, Mistress Cleo thing that he's got going. He's, like, perched on their couch. <laughs> yes. And he's being so ridiculous. And they're like, Vanity Fair. And then he's like, unless it's Vanity Fair. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, well, now there's only one question that you can ask to reveal the truth. And I hesitate to share the secret for you, for it has awesome power. And Grace is like, and what would that question be? And he's like, are you? Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's really funny. And that, I also like that a lot because, like, you'd think that it was going to be something really stupid, like, um, do you tweeze or right, something right. very stereotypical, but it is just very to the point. Are you gay? <laughs> and so um, they take Jack's advice, which is disastrous. And right. um, so Peter comes over, and as Jack's leaving, he turns around and he's like, I know. And then leaves and doesn't tell them. <laughs> just like grunting in frustration. I like to imagine that Jack never tells them and this is just haunting them both to their graves. <laughs> like they just wake up in the middle of the night at like 60 years old. Was they're like, he gay? Was he gay? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And so, so Peter They're comes, like scanning the obituaries for his name. <laughs> just being like his partner, his partner, does it say partner? <laughs> his partner's name would be like Alex. <laughs> his partner's Curses. name would be like Alex or like some very, very andro name and it's just ah. <laughs> We'll never know. Um, Very sad. There's like staking out the funeral, <laughs> like old with their little umbrellas. Like try, trying to figure out. They have long hair, but I can't tell whether it's man long hair or woman long hair. Get them to turn around. Damn it, they have one of those faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They have a flat chest, so either they had a mastectomy or they're a man. I can't tell. <laughs> oh. I actually, one of, that's kind of connected to one of the things I really liked about this episode. I thought this was one of the first episodes to really like latch on to gayness as a plot point mm -hmm. because we talked a little bit earlier in the season about how the comedy of Will and Grace was coming from putting this straight woman and gay man in situations that a married couple would normally be in yes and now the show is starting to embrace the idea of putting them in situations that a straight man and a straight woman could never be in right you could never be in the storyline no as a straight man and a straight woman absolutely it, not like you need at least one queer component if not right. two if you put them in that situation it would immediately get a queer component yes this is the kind of plot you can only have where one character is gay and one character is straight. Or, you know, or some other combination. Right. And I like that. Yes. I like that the show is getting more comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. It um, it didn't show any real hesitation about going out there with that. You know, yes. Will is hitting on this guy from, like, like the only concession is that Grace is hitting on him first because, yes, it's funnier yes. in 1999 if the gay one hits on him second. Right. But, like, even then, like, Will's hitting on him is almost more, like, blatant. Mm -hmm. Like, Grace is all, like, self-deprecating and, like, oh, I hate my smile. And Will's just, like, I can't golf. Teach me. Right. Teach me. <laughs> right. Well, that sort of fits the and personalities, like, too, because Grace does the kind of self-deprecating thing. Whereas, like, remember the episode where Will gets super aggro when he's lawyering? Yes. It's sort of kind of similar to that. He's, like... He's sort of like aggressively takes control of the situation. He like it's like basically that's like a moment where I'm like I think Will's a power bottom because like he basically convinces this guy to like get up all on him with like very little like work. He's just yeah. like and he's like oh he's not even trying that hard. Like he looks a little surprised when he actually does it. He's yeah, like, oh, okay. he's like oh 
well, yes, please. <laughs> but I like that about it. I did. I like that a lot. Um, so then we have the ending mm-hmm. where Peter comes by and he is very offended that, that both of them think that they are dating him. And um, they're well, like... Well, especially because Grace is like, because we're dating. And I'm like, no, you're not. Right. That's the thing is, I think they kind of had to make them go over the top for the episode to work the way it did. But right. it did kind of... That was maybe the one false note is that... Yeah. I know Grace is pretty delusional, but there's no universe where Grace thinks that they're dating. Right. Like, so basically, um, Will throws Grace under the bus and he's like, Grace wants to know if you like boys or girls. <laughs> Which isn't a very, like, um, clear question because if it was me, you could ask, I would just say boys or girls. Um, and so... I remember, bisexuality doesn't exist in Will and Grace yet. That's true. It's just hinted at. It's a, it's a yoke. It's fine. Um, and so, basically, uh, Peter's response is beautiful. It's... Well, isn't it obvious? <laughs> Which I've never had this problem before. I've never had this problem before. Which and, okay, Jan. Like, all right, sure, Jan. But so then he's all like, "Oh my God, I moved to New York." And so then they both are like, "Well, which one of us are you dating?" And he's like, "Neither. I thought we were friends. I just wanted to go see a movie. You guys are fucking weird. I hate this city. I'm going home." Then he leaves. Poor Peter. Probably leaves New York. Probably leaves. just packs up. He's like, "This was too much." Like, no, gotta go back. Let's I'm not Chicago. getting the security deposit back. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, apparently in 1998 in New York, you could just sign a lease and then immediately break it, and there were no consequences. Oh yeah, that's Grace Adler in Brooklyn. Anyways. Any Um, But so yeah, so he leaves, and then Will and Grace do this beautiful thing where they're like, "Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. You just got dumb." <laughs> and then he's like, "No, no." You got dumb. Right. And she's like, oh, honey, he's clearly gay. Right, and so now they've switched, obviously. <laughs> so now they've switched because they don't want to admit that they both kind of uh, got rejected. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm on team Peter. I think Peter is great. Uh, I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, I know. And then just his kiss off line is so beautiful where he's like, you're not my type. And just like, but which one is it? <laughs> what kind of type do you mean? <laughs> And so, like, yeah. even though, like, I'm totally cool with that sort of ambiguity in real life, just because this episode got me so hyped up in, like, Will and Grace's, like, crazy detective work of trying to figure mm. out if this guy is gay or straight, I'm just like, tell me! <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. This is another good episode where, like, we get really invested in the characters' mm-hmm. really dumb conflicts. Mm-hmm. Like, the vents and, like, yes. the, uh, what is the other one? The ice skating thing, kind of? Yeah, like, we just kind of get wrapped up in it and you forget everything else that's going on. Right. But at least in this episode, there isn't, like, some sort of, like, guilt people plot that like makes them feel bad for getting right. swept up in this right like this is just pure fun like right. it's fine that they're getting swept up in this and nobody it's a totally cares fun episode. it's I just like totally fun and i really enjoy that all <sighs> right i think it's just about all we have except yes. we have to do one thing and we have to say whether or not we think that peter was gay or straight okay on the count of three okay ready one two three, three. straight, straight. Ah! we did it <laughs> yay all right. <laughs> I think that's all for us, everybody. Yeah. Um, um, tell us if you think Peter was also straight in the comments. Yes, or, or if you disagree with us, fight with us on Twitter. That's cool, too. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on a bunch of social media places. Yes. Cassie, tell them what they are. All right, here they are. So if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we can be found at Not A Couple Show. If you want to follow us on Tumblr, we can be at notacouplepodcast.tumblr.com, or you can always send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. Cool. Also, as a reminder, you can find us on iTunes, Mixcloud, and on Google Play. Yay! Yay! All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Once again, I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this has been Not A Couple. Bye-bye. This episode of Not A Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Hey, Liza. Stay cool. <laughs>
This episode was sponsored by McFarlane Gaydar. McFarlane Gaydar, the best Gaydar on the market with its patented two-question process. What are the magazines in his bathroom? And is he gay? Yeah.